It's the Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound mm, Kitchen. Yummy. And Susan Owens Beef Cooking. and welcome to The Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 24th of February, the 55th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. And today is the day in 1582 when Pope Gregory XIII issued the papal bull, that's the document, which reformed the Julian calendar, the changes which became what we now call the Gregorian calendar. And according to Gregory's calendar, there are 310 days left in 2024. 310 days left to rejoice when you find yourself with your old friends. Guess who's sitting next to me? Baby brother, also known as Paul Myers. He's been in Cote d'Ivoire for a whole month, living and breathing non-stop football. Tell, 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 my friend, how was it? Oh, it's really boring. <laughs> really, really boring. All that sun. Oh, I really didn't want to do it. Brilliant, obviously. Brilliant. Um, okay, so tell us what is the most fabulous part of your, your month there? Um, I will say the final okay. between Cote d'Ivoire and Nigeria and just the explosion of joy when the final whistle went and... All, it was a sea of orange anyway during the match and there was there were Ivorians just falling over in tears, hugging each other, jumping up and down and just being very, very happy to to see their team win after all that the team had been through. It was, I've, I've been covering the Africa Cup of Nations well, since 2008 and it's the first time that I've been in a country which has got through to the final and actually won. So that was a huge new experience and yeah uh, unforgettable it was lovely the, the vitality and the vibrancy and of course the holidays just went on and on <laughs> and on they're probably still going on <laughs> but but i'm back it was wonderful really in lovely. nice gray yeah. paris yeah it's gray fine. and rainy paris yeah but i still have the happy memories of all that sun and humidity and fun they just really lovely to see all these people really, really happy. Witnessing joy yeah. is yeah. joyous. Yeah. And yeah. listeners, Paul has the hugest smile on his face and his eyes are sparkling <laughs> as he's talking about it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Lovely. Thank you for asking, yeah. And it's good to be back, anyway, here in the Sound Kitchen. I am Erwan Rom, and I'm happy to be with you every week. It's a day for rejoicing for your old Suze, because I have both my radio brothers with me. Erwan's behind the glass on the soundboard, preparing to mix up a great sound kitchen for you. There's Paul and the listener's corner still to come, as well as Erwan's tasty musical choice on music from Erwan. But first, let's dine on the quiz. All right. 
RFI English journalist Jessica Phelan, our French history expert, was on Alison Hurd and Sarah Ells' podcast Spotlight on France number 105 with a piece on a pioneering French female journalist, Françoise Giroux. You were to listen carefully to the podcast and send in the answers to these questions. What is the name of the news magazine Françoise Giroux co-founded? What is the name of the other founder, and in which year was the magazine first published? Paul, what's the answer? Well, the answers are L'Express. That's the name of the magazine. It was first published in 1953. The co-founder's name is Jean-Jacques Servant-Schreiber. In addition to the quiz question, there was the bonus question. What will you remember most about 2023? You'll hear answers later in the Listener's Corner, so please stay with us. The winners of this week's quiz are... Fatima Touj Zara, the co-secretary of the Shetu RFI Listener's Club in Naugaon, Bangladesh. Fatima Touj is also the winner of this week's bonus question. She wrote, A year is a long time. Fatima Touj, we can tell you're young. Once you're our age, the years fly by. But I digress. 2023 is a memorable year for me. I passed my first public exam. I was anxious, nervous, and also excited. Once the exam was over, I thought the tension would be over too, but no, I did not sleep the night before the results were announced. My dad told me my score, the highest, GPA 5.00. This made the year 2023 memorable for me. My father, mother, brother, and of course me were all very happy with my success. We distributed sweets to friends and neighbors. Double congratulations, Fatima Touj, for your fabulous test result and for winning the week's bonus question. So what's up for you in 2024, Fatima Touj? Do you continue your studies? Will you look for a job? In which field? Tell us everything. Also on the list of lucky winners this week is Hari Madugala, the president of the RFI Young Stars Radio Club in Hyderabad, India, and Sultan Mahmud, the president of the Shetu RFI Listeners Club in Naugaon, Bangladesh. There's also RFI Listeners Club member Alan Holder, also known as Dino the Dinosaur. Hey, Dino. Best wishes from Dina. Alan lives on the Isle of Wight, England. Last but not least, there's RFI English listener Jibon Akhter Shami from Bogura, Bangladesh. Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. RFI English journalist Allison Hurd wrote a nice long article for us this past weekend, Why Are Girls in France Flunking Maths and How Can the Equation Be Changed? Mathematics, as Allison noted, is a highly valued subject here. Second only to the United States, France has won 13 Fields Medals. The Fields Awards are up there with the Nobels for mathematicians. And all 13 Fields Awardees have been men. The reasons for girls not doing as well in maths as boys do are multitudinous, most having to do with taught gender roles. You know how that goes. Boys are better suited to abstract thinking, girls to more caring studies. 
Also, there are very few role models for girls. Allison cites a recent but rare type of film about a young French woman working on her doctorate in mathematics in a film that made it to Cannes. I want you to tell me the name of that film. Reread Allison's article. Better yet, listen to her story on the Spotlight on France podcast number 106 and answer this question. What is the name of the recent French film about a young woman working towards her doctorate in mathematics? You'll find Allison's article, Why Are Girls in France Flunking Maths and How Can the Equation Be Changed?, as well as the link to the Spotlight on France podcast number 106 on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Sound Kitchen and Club's Facebook pages. Paul, what's this week's bonus question? It is, what are you doing to prevent climate change? It was suggested by Debashis Gope from West Bengal in India. Again, this week's bonus question is... What are you doing to prevent climate change? So what do you do to help with climate change, baby brother? <laughs> I refuse to say. I don't want to be put on the spot. <laughs> I was thinking about this. I don't have a car. Uh, I try and take the train as much as possible. I don't have a car in Paris. Um, try and take the train as much as possible when I'm traveling around, even when I'm back in England at home. And... Uh, bicycles, public transports, that's it. And I try to use less gas and electricity. Um, I know that cor contri contributes in a little way. Um, that's that's the extent of it. I haven't got quite into this. I'm not going to eat meat because of because right, of the farming right, right, methods. Right. I haven't gone that far yet. But um, certainly members of my family are going that way. So... I will follow the flow fairly soon. But uh, certainly, no car. Your kids are going vegetarian. My daughter wants to. Um, For several reasons, that being one of them. Huh? And, and expense as well. Right, meat. exactly. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, I was thinking that's probably about it at the moment. Probably could do more. Always happy to hear suggestions. Yes, so we will when people answer the bonus yeah, question, yeah. won't we? For me, it, it's like you. I gave up my car which as a Texan was really, really hard to do. Uh, I've been driving since I was 14. And, you know, in Texas, we drive to the mailbox. Um, so now I use buses and those electric bikes that you get on the street, which I adore. And my husband was pretty bad about using his car also. And he's better now. He takes the metro all the time and... Um, Uh, we ride bikes, and when we go out, this is really fun, when we go out to dinner or to the movies or whatever, we get one of those electric scooters on the street. Oh, right. You're, oh, and go buzzing. scooter louts, are Yes, okay. and go buzzing around on that. Have you tried those? <laughs> Certainly not. Oh, they're fun. Oh, they're I'm, so I'm fun. I'm too frightened of the danger. Well, I tried to drive one around, and I wobbled too much. It was too scary. <laughs> yeah. So... It's electric bicycles for me. Yeah. Anyway, well. Remember, everyone, we're happy to hear your ideas for bonus questions. So please send them in. 
What do you do about climate change? You have until the 25th of March to get your answers to the quiz and the bonus question in. Be sure to tune in on the 30th of March to hear if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. And now more from and about you. It's time for the listener's corner. Take it away, baby brother. The question you answered for this week was What will you remember most about 2023? Kondaka Shihab bin Sadman is a college student, and what he remembers most about 2023 is his grandfather's death. Kondaka wrote, There is a big gap in my life now. My grandfather was a good primary-level school teacher. And not only did he always look after me, he helped me with my studies and my problems. And now I think, who will teach me now in the same way? He was my very close friend and companion. Oh, Kondakar, we're sad to hear about your loss, but we're sure you have enough of your grandfather in you that you can finish your studies and brilliantly too. Yes, and honor him in that way. I like the simplicity of this one. Wasaja Richard wrote, The biggest thing I will remember about 2023 is God's favor in keeping me alive throughout the year. Radhakrishna Pillai had many happy moments in 2023. This is what he wrote. I have won different international and national contests, events, giveaways and quizzes. But the memorable moment, the closest to my heart, is the graduation of my son from Kerala University. Ha! Here's a man after your heart, my sporty brother. Yes, indeed. Father Stephen Wara wrote... I will remember the FIFA Women's World Cup, co-hosted by Australia and New Zealand, at which Spain was the winner, claiming the trophy for the first time. The extravaganza, unfortunately, was marred in the end by the Luis Rubiales harassment kissing incident when he kissed Spain's forward and legendary all-time top scorer, Yeni Hermoso. Hans-Werner Lollica honours the sorrows of the world in 2023. He wrote, The war in Ukraine did not stop, and a terrible other war started in Israel-Palestine. Wars have no winners, only losers, only innocent losers. Amen, Hans. 
And as I say over and over again these days, do not confuse people who are brothers and sisters with their governments. We'll end with Muhammad Shamin, whose memory of 2023 is, as he wrote, the World Health Organization finally declared the end of the COVID-19 pandemic. Everything has an end. Nothing can go on forever. Ah, from your lips to God's ears, Mohammed. <laughs> <laughs> there we have it. Remember, everyone, this week's bonus question, suggested by Debashis Gope, is what are you doing to prevent climate change? Do you have a bonus question idea? Well, if so, send it to us at the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's it for today's Listener's Corner. Thanks, everyone, for participating. And a special thanks to Paul Myers for hanging out in the kitchen with us. A pleasure to be back, Susan. This your girl, Bella to be. Stay live, stay fly, stay loving. Asheo. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many thanks to Erwan Rome for his input and his mixing mastery, and thanks to you for listening. Next week, there's a special meal for you, listener musical requests. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's also a musician. And this week, he chose for us a musician you've all heard of, Jimi Hendrix. Widely regarded as the greatest and one of the most influential electric guitarists in the history of popular music, Jimi Hendrix is one of the most celebrated musicians of the 20th century. Although his mainstream career spanned only four years, he died in 1970 at the age of 28, his fame lives on. In 2023, Rolling Stone named him the greatest guitarist of all time. Holly George Warren of Rolling Stone wrote about his guitar playing. Hendrix pioneered the use of the instrument as an electric sound source. Players before him had experimented with feedback and distortion, but Hendrix turned those effects and others into a controlled, fluid vocabulary, every bit as personal as the blues with which he began. Erwan chose Crosstown Traffic for us. It's from Hendrix's first and only number one album, Electric Ladyland, which was released in 1968. Recorded with his group, The Experience with Hendrix, you'll not only hear Hendrix on lead guitar, but on a makeshift kazoo made with a comb and tissue paper. It's hard rock at its hardest, mixed with elements of blues. So here it is, Crosstown Traffic. Enjoy. And thanks, Erwan, for another musical adventure. Talk to you all next week.
across your back. I can, I can see you had your fun, but uh, darling, can't you see my signals turn from green to red? And with you, I can see a traffic jam. 